CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected this. Seven up, seven up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him, he's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell you something right now. This is Getting Real with the Housewives. Fabulous. Going with the wind, fabulous. Now, here is your host. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. And I'm your co-host, Joe Drake. And before we get started, we just want to make sure that you know you can listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this week, we sit down with Real Housewives of Atlanta star Cynthia Bailey, who gives us all the details on the reunion and the status of her upcoming wedding. But first, let's catch up on all the Housewives news. Joe, what is going on? Well, I guess we have to start off with Joe Judice because the poor guy lost his appeal on Wednesday, April 29th this week. I mean, I feel bad, but I'm not really surprised. Are you? No, not surprised at all. And, uh, you know, I like was doing some research on Housewives News and this like completely went under my radar. I feel like a lot of people weren't really even talking about this because I guess, you know, he's been doing this for so long. But this is kind of like the final chapter, like, you know, case closed. I don't really think that he's going to have another chance to kind of come back into the United States. So it seems like he's going to be in Italy or wherever he chooses to live, you know, permanently. Actually, uh, James Leonard Jr. is Teresa and Joe's attorney and told Page Six that they've always maintained that Joe Judice belongs in the United States with his family and not in Italy. So, yeah, I agree that, you know, this could be the nail in the coffin and he's going to stay there. But the attorney who represents them is making it seem like, you know, they still want the narrative out there to be he wants to come back. Yeah, I mean, he might he might want to come back, but the law says otherwise. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting that I don't know, this is just it's sad. It really is sad. Like I do feel bad. Like I feel like he should be allowed to be here in the United States. I mean, he didn't kill anybody. He you no. know, obviously what he did was a serious offense. He paid his price. He paid his time. Like, yes, he should have become a legal citizen in the 40 plus, 50 plus (laughs) years he's been here, you know, maybe should have been a priority. But, you know, it's it's his daughters that are really suffering in all of this. No, I was just going to say it's the sad thing that the daughters are now going to have to be the ones to travel between the United States and Italy. And, you know, that's not fun for anybody, especially young girls. To have right. it's just yeah, not fair. I, do. For I them. do. I feel really bad for them. And you know, they're yeah, they're gonna have to be going back and forth. It's not 
an easy commute to where the, where he is. No. no. So who knows? I mean, who knows if maybe he'll move, who knows if he'll move somewhere a little bit closer. I don't know. I don't know if Canada will take him. I have no idea. Well, obviously we saw the family go with Teresa at the end of, um, the Real Housewives of New Jersey this past season, and they were there. And then right. allegedly the daughters were went back for Christmas for a couple of days. Yes. Yeah. So they went back for Christmas for a couple of days. I'm sure they'll probably, well, actually, who knows with everything going on right now, if they're even going to back out during the summer. Right. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a sad situation. It really is. You know, these, these girls have been without their dad for like, what, four years now. Right. It's been a really long time. And in very, a very formative four years for all of them too, you know? Right. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think the youngest one or the oldest one, I'm sorry, is going off to college the, yeah. uh, come fall. Like, you know, he's missing a lot of big moments and, you know, it's, it's hard on everybody. Right. But, you know, Teresa and him have put, are not getting back together. You know, they split. So who knows? Definitely. Okay, so let's move on to Erica Jane, because as we know, last week, there was a huge story about her kind of opening up about her sex life with her husband, Tom, on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was one of the top stories for Us Weekly, I think, all last week. So people are clearly interested in this this romance. Um, As we know that there's a 20-year age difference between the two of them, but she actually spoke out on Jenny McCarthy saying, um, you know, I understand why people are so interested, but this is kind of an old story to me. Right. I love how candid she's being about this, but, you know, she is sort of speaking truth that, you know, this is the age old tale of the younger woman and the older man with money. But, you know, like she did say to Jenny McCarthy, you know, this has been her story for the last 20 years. So it's nothing new for her, obviously. Right. And, you know, she lives in Beverly Hills. And like we said last week, this is very typical. I mean, not to judge that part of the world, but I guess it's a part of any city there's a lot of these relationships and it's like big deal i don't know right you know she's like it works for me it's worked for me for 20 years i shouldn't have to defend myself Um, but i understand why people are interested but move on (laughs) right the one thing i do wonder though i feel bad thinking about this but solely because when i was watching her talk to jenny mccarthy donnie Wahlberg was on and he mentioned that, you know, they don't normally ask other housewives about their sex life. But then I was sort Mm -hmm. of looking at Jenny and Donnie being this like cute, sexy couple. And I feel bad thinking, but I'm like, I wonder if Erica Jane looks at like a younger, sexy guy and is like, I really want to have sex with him. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like wanting what you can't have. And she's a beautiful woman. So it's like. She is a beautiful woman. She's got to have those desires. <laughs> I'm sure she does. I'm sure she does. Especially, I mean, she's a very sexual person. I mean, if you watch, listen to her music and, you know, right. ever see like a stage show of hers, like she is a very sexual person. So for her to just say, you know, my sex life is okay, you would think that she'd want a little bit more. But it of seems course. like she's totally satisfied with Tom. And, you know, we saw a really emotional moment between the two of them last week that you don't usually see from Erica. So who knows? Maybe just you know, having that closeness to him is enough for her. Totally. And like I said, I just appreciate her candidness on this subject. She's not really hiding and trying to act like it's something that, you know, she realizes people are interested. She spells it out and that's the end of it. Yeah, totally. I I love me some Erica Jane. I really, I'm really enjoying her this season. 
All right, let's move on to Brandy because Bravo has told her that she is not allowed to speak about Denise Richards. As we know, this is going to be a huge storyline this season. We're kind of ramping up to it. We haven't touched the surface on it yet, but obviously Brandy said that she and Denise had an affair at one point and uh, Denise was not too happy that this was kind of brought to light. Yeah, so we're all waiting with bated breath to see this play out on the actual show. And it hasn't happened yet, so I'm a little frustrated. But I I know that we kind of have to wait for the end or towards the end of the season for this to unravel. But Brandy tweeted on uh, last week that she had been asked by Bravo to stay off social media and not talk about the Housewives, which is interesting to me because, like... her telling the world that is sort of exposing Bravo for being a little controlling, which I mm-hmm. li- I feel like is a going against the whole idea of it, right? Yeah, no, totally. Like, I want to know it. I want, I want to hear what Brandy has to say. Well, but legal, I mean, this turned into a whole legal issue because Denise sent Brandy a cease and desist. So I don't think right. that she can speak legally anyway, too. But so they are just telling her to just keep her mouth shut. Which is going to be crazy, too, because if it plays out like how we want it to play out, like, I'm not sure legally, like, I wonder how much was said on the show. I know. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think probably a lot was probably said on the show, especially if it forced Denise to stop filming. Right. So I'm guessing that, yeah, I'm guessing we'll get all the details in in a couple weeks. But who knows if Brandy's even going to be able to comment on anything that's even said on the show anymore. Right. So who knows? But knowing Brandy Glanville, I mean, I don't know her personally. I've met her a couple of times, but she seems like she's really ready to sort of spill the tea. Oh, totally. And she's going to talk as much as she can. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Knowing. Yeah. Brandy is going to let it all out. She doesn't care. She doesn't have a filter and she doesn't care who she hurts or what goes on because she's going to tell it like it is. No, and like, I hate to say it, but she's going to become so relevant when this all oh, comes up, you yeah. know? I love how she's like stayed so a part of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, even though she hasn't been on the show in years. No, yeah, totally. She's like Leanne Locken with Real Housewives of Dallas. It's like, <laughs> yes. there are these people that like really, I think like Jill Zarin with New York. And don't get me wrong, I like some of these ladies, but like some of these women really regardless of having left the show, they're like, oh, no, no, I'm still a part of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like all the the Beverly Hills ladies are because yes. you guys like Adrian Maloof is back this season. Camille, like they all just don't want to leave. I know. I'm actually surprised we haven't seen Camille yet. I was sort of hoping she would be at uh, the dinner party this week. I know. Me too. Me too. She would have spiced it up, but we'll oh, get to it. Totally. But we'll, spiced it up. <laughs> yeah, we will certainly get to talking more about that awkward dinner party. But let's move on to uh, Late Night host John Oliver revealing that he is actually obsessed with Real Housewives of uh, New York, right? Yeah, I kind of love this fun tidbit this week because he was uh, on Wendy Williams' show and Wendy's still doing um, her show from home like many talk shows are. But I just love that someone like John Oliver, who is like this really sort of book smart, street smart comedian that like his level of comedy and like intelligence is just higher than I think most people. But he's like, mm-hmm. he calls Real Housewives of New York world class television. I just enjoy finding <laughs> out that these random people are Housewives fans. Yeah. Oh, totally. I love that. I think it's so fantastic. I love that world class television. He is so right about that one. And then he said, who is his favorite uh, New York housewife? 
Yeah, he said that Sonia is his favorite, which Christina, you and I are obsessed with Sonia. And I'm just so happy that John Oliver agrees with us. He appreciates greatness. He appreciates greatness. But he also said this funny thing, too. He was like, I have, um, hold on, let me get the quote correct. He was like, um, I have a soft spot for any who are entering the borderline of sociopath territory. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, again, see what I mean about how, like, astute he is? (laughs) Yes, I love that. That is so funny. And it's true. A lot of these housewives are borderline sociopaths. But, you know, we all have our (laughs) hangups. We do. I feel like you have to be if you're going to be on a show like this, right? Oh, absolutely. And we appreciate them all. Yes. All right, let's, let's move on to our clip of the week. Joe, what is our clip of the week? I mean, it has to go to Miss Sutton at the dinner party, right? Oh, my God. The the fact, just before we get to what the clip is, the fact that she is not a full-time housewife is kind of crazy to me because all of the, the past few episodes have really centered around her drama. Oh, 100%. And it's interesting, too, because I feel like she's gotten more screen time than Garcelle. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Right? It's, it's really strange to me. I know it's probably because, I mean, she even said that it... She didn't show all of her life, so that may be why. But right. I feel like at this point, I'm just here for the drama, so I don't really need to know her too much about her backstory. Totally. Well, all right, well, let's roll the clip of the week, and then we can talk yes. about it. Okay. Okay, I'm going to be very honest. I thought that, Teddy, maybe you were going to be a little boring. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Are we supposed to be honest or not? Oh, of course. I'll go right ahead. Women like Sutton are few and far between in Beverly Hills, but there's a whole world of women like Sutton out there. And you know what? God bless them. That was my first impression, like, oh, and then pregnant. God, help us. But you're way more interesting than I thought. I didn't know the depth of who you were. I'm, I'm confused. Am I offending you? Okay, so yes, this dinner party was Lord just... Lord above. Oh I mean, my God. I, I don't know what to make of it other than Sutton has not proven to me yet that she is not a rude person. I, I know. I, it's so crazy to me because when I spoke to her, it, she was somebody completely different. She was so nice, had nothing but nice things to say about the ladies. Didn't seem like somebody that was going to stir the pot. Right. But, I mean, she's proving me wrong. <laughs> but did, did she I, seem sort of like fake do, on the show or when no, I spoke like, to her? Yeah, when you spoke, was it like fake nice when you spoke to her? Not really. It seemed genuine to me. It no, almost right. seems like she's being fake on the show. Like maybe she's just kind yeah, of playing maybe it up she's for the like cameras. amping up this character. Maybe because that's what it kind of seems like. Because some of the things that she's even saying, you're like, why? I mean, it, you're just, it just seems like you're just trying to push some buttons right. and maybe get some airtime. Well, also, I think, too, it's all about delivery. I think you can say whatever you want to say if you're being honest. And she was being honest. But I think if she said something like, Teddy, I thought you were boring. But the more I get to hang out with you, you're actually like a, a ton of fun. Or, right. But it was just sort of like, Teddy, I thought you were boring. And and then she brought up, like, the pregnant thing. Mm-hmm. That was... Th- I mean, as, like, a, being a pregnant hormonal person, anything is going to set you off. And then just to say it like that was just a little odd. 
Completely. And from one woman to, to another, I was like, yikes, not in this day. Yeah. Here's <laughs> not, there's not a way to make some new friends. I, no. I, and at least it continues to, Lisa Renna continues to stick up for her, which I find interesting as well. Right. Because you can't really like, and I was also a little disappointed when Kyle went and talked to Sutton about all of this and she didn't really stand up for Teddy as much as I thought that she would because no, she and, and Teddy are actually pretty good friends. Right. Yeah, I found that to be interesting as well. We'll talk a little bit more about this dinner party a little bit later on because there's yeah. just so much to unravel. There is but so much. I'm going to be thinking about it all week. <laughs> I know. Um, all right, let's get to our exclusive interview of the week. Um, as we know, Real Housewives of Atlanta has filmed its reunion. And according to Andy Cohen, it was epic. It forced him to drink. And we spoke to Cynthia Bailey all about it. Take a listen. You guys just filmed the reunion? I did, and you know what? I filmed it exactly where I'm sitting right here. This was my little background. I had more light and stuff, but and a very, very pretty dress on. I, but, uh, yeah. I, amazing. How was it? I know I saw Andy Cohen and drove Andy Cohen to drink. Yes, <laughs> and he was not alone in that. I had several cocktails during the reunion, and one right after as well. And then I went to I went to sleep. But uh, it was it was honestly it was a little stressful doing it from home, only because. We had to be our own production people. You know, we we had to literally set up our computers and they sent us all this equipment and lights and sound checks and Wi-Fi checks. I mean, when I tell you, I will never complain about doing a reunion live again in my life because we usually have so much help. Like I didn't realize how good we had it and how much just in life, you know, in general that we've all taken for granted. Like I, you know, had team, to come help me. I literally would have somebody help me get in my dress. I had I was like stumbling around trying to grab a coffee and setting up lights and making sure Wi-Fi was connected. It was crazy. It was very stressful. But I will say I'm really happy that Bravo made it happen and actually gave us a reunion because the fans have been dying for it. And you know, Andy always says, you know, the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunions are like the Super Bowl. Reality yeah. <laughs> yeah. TV. And we did not disappoint. It will, it will be an epic reunion. And it's kind of cool because I think we're the first to actually do it. Yeah. No. I mean, after all this, are all the girls still invited to the wedding? Well, you know what? I I actually left off the season in a pretty good place with everyone. And I hit some bumps at the reunion, but it looks like so far everyone is still being considered to be on the list. For sure, for sure. I think I think everyone's pretty much going to make the cut. I don't know who's going to get to be a bridesmaid, though. Uh, I don't know about that. Were you surprised that Nini kind of took a shot at Kenya <laughs> when it came to her her daughter and Mark uh, on the finale? Was that is that kind of like where you crossed the line? Like kids should never be. Well, I, I don't really want to get into all that, but I'll just say in general, and all the ladies agree with me on the show, kids are just off limits, and I'll just leave it right there. Yeah, yeah. But you walked away feeling good about everything? I did. I, I felt I felt really good. I felt really good about the reunion, and I'm excited that we were able to make it happen under such crazy circumstances. You know, Bravo worked really hard to make sure we were able to together, and I hope that the fans enjoy it. And then when everybody binges the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion, what do you want their reaction to be? Uh, I just want them, you know, we just live in such a, we just are in such a, uh, a, a trying time right now, just an uncertain time right now. I just want them to be entertained and realize that life is too short and just not to take anything 
coming out of this pandemic or just life in general for granted. Now I'm super excited for this reunion. I am too, because not only do I love my Atlanta ladies because they really do bring the heat during normal reunions, but this is going to be the first ever Real Housewives reunion virtually via Zoom or Skype or however they're doing it. So just seeing how they're going to do it production-wise will be interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Cynthia, you know, she said, you know, we had to set everything up ourselves. I had to zip myself into my dress, you know, um, but they filmed over a long period of time. It was like pretty much like I think nine or 12 hours long. And uh, she said a lot was said and uh, I can't wait for it. It's going to be great. And we actually have, we're premiering the trailer, right? Yeah, so everyone go to usmagazine.com because today we have the first trailer of the first part of the reunion. So check it out. It's very exciting. And as always, it's going to be in three parts because they need to milk that for all it's worth. And we need it while we're stuck inside. (laughs) Oh, totally. I cannot wait. Yeah, premieres May 10th. So excited about that. But we also spoke to Cynthia about her wedding. As we know, she is set to tie the knot in October to her longtime love, Mike Hill, But with everything going on, will the wedding be put on hold? She let us know. Take a listen. How are you and Mike getting along during quarantine? Is the the wedding still on after all this? Well, this relationship has been tested for sure. (laughs) For sure. But as of now, the wedding is still scheduled for 10, 10, 20. Um, Honestly, in contact with my my event planner, the date, you know, the positive deposits have been made the date is still on but i don't know if we're going to be able to keep it we just have to see if how long they're going to extend this thing so right now it's still on um and as far as mike and i are concerned like i said we have been tested however you know i was laughing because i you know one of the things that i used to complain about being in a bi-coastal relationship is spending quality time together well (laughs) (laughs) this Quality time is, this is quality, like I didn't mean morning, noon, night, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I didn't mean the only time that we go out is to go to Costco's, okay? I didn't mean, so I kind of had to eat my words on that since I'm eating everything else around here. But. <laughs> the most challenging part about all this, what's tested your relationship the most? I think just not getting on each other's nerves. Like, you know, I'm a space person. He's a space person. Like, we kind of know each other's energy, and I can tell when he needs a minute. He can tell when I need a minute. But um, I don't know. It's like, you know, in real life, in, in our, in our, you know, before we would, would be able to, you know, go to a restaurant if we wanted to just chill or go to a bar and have a drink if we got on each other's nerves. But now we just go to the living room or the bedroom. And it's like, oh, okay. But yeah, um, I mean, it's been good for the most part. I mean, I will say this is definitely, quarantine has definitely brought us closer together. I thought we were good, but like, I really, 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 really know Mike Hill up close and very, very personally now. <laughs> no, all the ins and outs. <laughs> Have you had to help with like any schooling or anything with any of the girls or anything like that? Or is that, um, that they're old enough to? Well, um, Kayla is the only one here that's currently in school. She goes to UCLA, and thank God she's, in my opinion, the smartest one of all the girls. So she kind of has it under control and doesn't need a lot of help. Right. And if she did, I probably couldn't help her that much anyway. But, you know, I would like to think I could be of some use if I was called on. 
but for the most part, she seems to be doing a really good job. That's good. That's good. Now, how far along were you guys in wedding planning? Were you, was everything pretty much set? Like, or are you going to, are you planning well, on still doing an over the top big wedding or are you kind of scaling it back a little bit? Well, right now it's still probably going to be about 200 people. Uh, we agree. He gets a hundred, I get a hundred. Um, we were right at the part of sending out the save the dates, but then I was like, okay, wait a minute, but I'm not that stressed about that part because our wedding date is kind of known and famous right, yeah. at this point. So right. I think everybody knows, about it. Uh, everybody knows that I'm getting, that we're getting married 10, 10, 20. So I don't think it's going to be a big surprise to them if, you know, so okay, forget the save the dates. I think everyone knows all they have to do is Google when I'm getting married. Um, and now I'm going to send out, we're going to figure out the form and bite. So I think, I think we're going to try to like really more on it again, starting like in the next week or so. Yeah. I know like production for Bravo and everything has been on hold. And I know that you wanted to film this for the show. If that doesn't happen and you can still have a smaller wedding, are you going to do that? Or are you going to wait until you can kind of share this whole experience with everybody? Well, you know, I actually got married on the show and, um, which was great, but you know, we had a lot of ups and downs and ultimately it did not work out. I think at this point, you know, my fans are really excited um, to see me at this point in my life get married again and I'm just a different headspace and, you know, I'm really happy and uh, I just adore my, I just want to give them, I want to share it with them. I mean, I literally have people on the, you know, just walk up to me on the streets and ask me if they can come to the wedding. Like, so I just feel like, well, no, you can't come because I don't know you, but I'm going to give it to you on television so you can enjoy it in your living room. And yeah. the great thing about the quarantine is people actually probably appreciate they li- their living rooms a little bit more now. I'm watching stuff on TV and lives now. So, yeah. Yeah, being out in Los Angeles, does it make you want to do the permanent move or does it make you really miss Atlanta? I love Los Angeles. I love LA before I Mike. And I spent a lot of time out here work-wise anyway. So do the rest of my castmates. You know, we have our agents out here. We do a lot of other projects that we work on outside of Housewives. So uh, I've always, you know, I've always done the bi-coastal thing even, even before Mike came into my life. So um, I do miss Lake Bailey, but if I have to be stuck somewhere right now, I'll take the California sunshine and be in here. Like with my, I mean, after October 10th, are you going to be going back home to Atlanta or going back home to? Um, Well, we're trying to figure all that out. We are still trying to figure all that out. She seems so excited to get married, and I hope it really works out for her. I know, you know I really like this for together. a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said their rela- their relationship has definitely been tested through all of this, right. like most relationships. <laughs> but um, but she seems really happy, and you know, ten ten twenty, she's ready for it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, she can make it work. I know. I, I have my fingers crossed for people that have big events in the fall because mm-hmm. we're all sort of getting used to a new normal. But I'm hoping that you know. People, I don't know how it'll affect gatherings like weddings and stuff, but maybe you can invite, you know, 50% of your guest list. Or I don't know, maybe there can be social distancing dancing at weddings. I'm not right. sure, but I'm hoping that there's ways for people to do it. Because I do think 10, 10, 20, 20 is going to be a very, very popular wedding day, right? Oh, totally. I would think so. Yeah. I, and it's far I, enough I, I away for there to be like, there's, there's got to be some 
adjustments by then in the world. Right. You, know? you would think you would definitely think so. Hopefully it works out for her and you know, she's yeah. ready to get married. She still doesn't know where she's going to be living after the wedding, but we'll see. Right. <laughs> we don't know if she'll be an Atlanta housewife or a Beverly Hills housewife going forward. Hey, that would not be a bad idea. If I could no, see Cynthia join that. the Beverly Hills ladies. I would love that. All right, let's move on to who is being such a liar, Camille. You're such a f***ing liar, Camille. Oh, I love this one. I actually had a hard time Me too. Find, finding one this week. But once mm-hmm. I did, I, I, I'm confident in my who's being a liar. <laughs> because as you mentioned, Kyle is sort of buttering up to Sutton about her treatment of Teddy. And if you remember in this week's episode, when Kyle ran after Teddy, which I thought was nice, as did her husband, who I love, right. which is, shows that he's a great husband. But when Kyle came back to the room, she... Granted, she was the host, but she sort of was like, don't worry, Sutton, it's not your fault that Teddy was right. upset. It's like, uh, who then whose fault, whose was, fault it? was it? <laughs> yeah, it's like she didn't just cry for no reason. Totally. Yeah, that, that bothered me, too. Yeah, that bothered me. And then when she went to Sutton's house, that bothered me that she didn't stick up for her friend because, right. you know, Kyle and her are really close. Um, oh, absolutely. But- yeah, it it just didn't sit well with me. But I mean, yeah. I know it is something you tell people to sort of squash the issue at hand. And again, it was Kyle's dinner party. So maybe she was just grasping at straws and saying anything she could to sort of make everyone play nice again. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What so was yours my, this week? Mine was Sonia saying that she wasn't being passive aggressive, giving Leah the pajamas to wear to the um, the fashion show. Oh, this week's New York was, it was great. They're back in the city from their crazy Hamptons trip and they yeah. gave us a pretty good episode. They did give us a pretty good episode, but but like Sonia knows exactly what she's doing. She sent her Completely. those sweatpants and that sweatshirt to, uh, you know, to make a point. And she did. Abs- and she did. And But luckily for all of us and even to Leah in la- uh, last night's episode, it was a funny point. Like they ended up it laughing it off. She was like, I can't be mad at Sonia. <laughs> no, you can't. Especially when, you know, she went back into like the kitchen and changed oh, out of her dress. Literally <laughs> stripped naked. In front of like some random guy too. Who I was, was just going to say, did you notice the guy at the water cooler <laughs> yes. who was just staring at <laughs> her he's like what is going what did he's i just like, walk into what who is this lady getting butt naked <laughs> i loved it it was so funny but yeah you can't get mad at sonia after after uh seeing all that that was no, really funny not at all I but loved i loved it. in the car when they were on their way to the fashion show and she's like pulling the outfit out of the bag and she puts on these glasses and is like where's the crack pipe that was right. like <laughs> It was so true because it's like, what the hell is this? There's a pink fedora, these crazy sunglasses, and then a gray sweatpants suit. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, she was uh, she was pimping out at the fashion show. It Completely. was certainly a sight. It was great. Yes. All right, let's go on to who going to check us, boo? Who going to check me, boo? Oh, I like this one. Christina, who, who do you have this week? I have nobody's going to check us about Denise's husband because... Everybody will have to agree that they have no idea what he was talking about at that oh, dinner party. That was unbelievable. I'm still so confused. I was so, actually, I was actually really interested when Kyle was because at first when they were going around, the ladies were like revealing what they their first impressions were. I thought it was mm-hmm. extremely noticeable that they skipped the men at the party. Right? <laughs> like yeah. They went They're from like, Denise we don't even to touch Sutton. That. But then, yeah. I, so then when Kyle was like, oh, let's bring in the men, I was like, oh, okay, this is good. And then she was talking to them, and I was really interested to find out about his profession. I didn't expect it to go as 
wonky as it did. And yeah, the looks on their faces just said it all. I still don't understand what he does. I have no idea. It's like frequency medicine or something along those lines. So he just went off about like cancer treatments and <laughs> uh, like living next to a nuclear power plant or something like that. It just went on a million different directions. Everybody was so confused. Garcelle was like, this went from awkward to really, really bizarre really quickly. And then Completely. they were talking about how they're going to, Denise and her husband were talking about how they get followed by people. Oh. And stopped. And so she was like, you can't speak. You know, you're you're jeopardizing our safety. It was just very strange. It was bizarre. At first, I thought she was trying to shut him up because I think she was trying to remind him that there were reality TV cameras capturing this because, like, you know, to each their own. Maybe he is into alternative medicine. I there are people out there that are. But I think she was trying to get him to wrap up for a variety of reasons. Um, Right. Yeah. them being followed was bizarre. It was the weirdest thing. I, I, I'm very um, curious to see more about their relationship this season because I was not expecting that. Completely. I saw a really good tweet from our friends at Faces by Bravo, and they said, can someone remind Denise that the people following them is their camera crew? <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so true. It's so true. It's like no one's following you, girl. <laughs> Like, if you didn't want to be followed, don't sign up for a reality TV show. Right. (laughs) It's very strange. All right, Joe, what about you? What was your check us boo? All right. Going back to Sonia's fashion show. I don't think anyone can check us when we say that Sonia and her team need to be a little bit more organized next time. They were running around. Oh, my God. It was a hot mess. They were running around. Nobody was ready. They the. They had signs with people's names on them that were handwritten, and the handwriting was, like, bad. I was like, no one could print them out. Like, Sonia was pissed about the flowers. I was like, wouldn't you have a meeting about what flowers you would have? I mean, and again, like, I feel like leadership comes from the top. So I was like, Sonia, you can't be mad at these people because you're in charge. Like, where? (laughs) where's the strategy? I love that they started the fashion show with all the lights off and no music. Oh, oh my God, that was amazing. It literally just two models start walking out and even the housewives that were there were like, wait, it's starting? Right. <laughs> it just it seems was, so sloppy. It did seem sloppy. However, I did enjoy some of the pieces. Some of the No, I did really too. Nice. And like, yeah. as we all know, Sonia by Sonia Morgan has been around for a while and they they brought it up on last night's episode. So I just thought there would be a little bit more of a polished um, show. But knowing Sonia, and as we saw at the fashion show that they were at before, Sonia was on her phone. I mean, she is so spastic that I guess mm-hmm. it comes at, to no surprise that she was a little... Um, a little all over the place. A little all over the place. <laughs> just a little, but it was still a lot of fun to watch. It was. Uh, can't wait for next week. It's going to be even better. Yes, And we are going to break it all down. Um, That's it for this week of Getting Real with the Housewives. Joe, thank you so much. It's always so much fun. Thank you. I can't wait. Next week, we're going to talk about all about that uh, Atlanta Housewives reunion. Oh, God. It's going to be so much great content. I can't wait. Yes. Um, But if you need your Housewives fixed before then, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered. And make sure you listen on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll talk to you guys next week. 